8 o'clock in the morning, I'll have fish and a rice cake. So is AI gonna steal our jobs? Is it gonna steal? You throw me off completely. I didn't know. We, I thought we were doing fish and a rice cake. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Because we're, we're gonna pre-record that, and then we're gonna throw it in. So it's that's gonna be pre-recorded, and I'm gonna throw that into the intro at the start, oh. and then it comes straight okay. in. Okay, right. This so is we're, the, this so is the magic of Hollywood that you okay. need to get up to date with. See, this is <laughs> this is Jay. We can keep this. If in, you had you noticed know, already, can... I edit the episodes. Yeah, you just rock so, up and look pretty, don't you? I, <laughs> I just give all the knowledge in the world. But yeah, no. So Jay, basically, we're doing like an intro, and we're gonna keep this in because like you can see the raw. It's gonna be instead of us starting every episode saying <laughs> welcome back fishing a rice cake jake and jake we're just going to pre-record us saying that so that we don't have to say it every single time okay and i'm going to chuck it in so it'll be part of a fancy new intro in the new year so you've just seen the podcast is getting a bit of a facelift actually like i say in the new year by the time they're watching this they'll have yeah. just heard it they will have heard the start. intro and now You'll they're going to hear this the intro that you just heard is what he doesn't understand's happening and now <laughs> they're going to be like Okay, so Jake's clearly the tech one. Yeah. And the, the more organised one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, to be fair, I wouldn't say more techie. Like you, uh, no, I'm all right with tech. You're yeah. as good as tech with I am. Yeah. yeah. I just, I quite enjoy doing it. Yeah. Quite enjoy doing the uh, the editing. And yeah, so Jake like does that. the editing. He puts the, the episodes Although together. Although Sophie hates it because she has to listen to me edit all the episodes. Yeah. And then to be fair, she chooses to do it. She'll watch, she'll listen to every episode yeah. when it comes out. Yeah. So she basically hears them all on repeat. You know, Louise, I don't think has ever listened to an episode. Mm. I said to her, I was Louise. like, you need to support Louise. me. You need to be going on listening. She told me the other day about something called potato cakes. I, I can't believe you've never had a potato cake. Never, because I, I said back to her, I was like, I assume you mean in a hash brown, because I was having like a full English with hash yeah. browns. And she was like, no, no, no. They're different. Potato cakes. Yeah. How are they different? It's an Irish thing. I'm yeah, pretty certain it's very that. Irish. Yeah. Um, obviously, all of their family are Irish, but. It's essentially, it looks a bit like a crumpet, but right. smaller and thinner. And it's j literally just potato in a little potato cake. And you put them, generally speaking, you can grill them, but generally speaking, you actually put them onto the frying pan and you right, do you it. fry them off. Yeah, and you fry them off. I am going to have to try them because hash browns are like amazing. one of my favourite things. So I personally prefer a hash brown. Right, okay. But a potato cake is still very good. A little bit of beans. A little bit of air, a little bit of butter on there as well. They are they are very good. I'm gonna because I think she sent she sent me a picture of like just Warburton's ones. So yeah. they're obviously quite when I saw it was a Warburton's package, I was like, oh this must be actually be quite a well known mm. thing then. And I've just lived under a rock so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they're amazing. They're really good. Like I say, whenever I go to her, her house for a, a fry up, it's her mum and dad's house in particular. Mm. Always potato cakes. Yeah. Always. They will not do a fry up without them. Yeah. Give it a go. <sighs> I had the first fry up for like I saw Seven that. Seven months at the weekend. There was one thing that I noticed that you were missing. I think you were missing it. Mushrooms. Uh, right. So, yeah, I was missing them. So I went... Did you purposely miss them? No, no, no. I, oh, want, right. I wanted them on there. Okay. So I went round to my mum and dad's house early in the morning just because I was going out for the day with my mum. I'd not yeah. been out with her for ages. So I was like, we're going to go out and have the day together. Um, but Sophie had a hair appointment. No, she didn't. What? She didn't. She didn't have a hair appointment. Sorry. She had an appointment of some sort. Um, but So she was going to be out all day with the car. So I was like, right, well, drop me off at my mum's in the morning. I'll just make it at my mum's. I'll have it at my mum's. So me thinking, ah, her fridge will be stocked. She'll have mushrooms. I'll bring everything else that I need. I brought all like the hash browns and stuff from home. I was like, she'll have mushrooms. Got to hers. No mushrooms. 
So I was literally like, I was gutted. Because they're one of my favourite things. Yeah, and I know that they are very like, they're very Marmite, aren't they? Like you either love yeah, them or you hate them. Yeah, but like the big flat portobello mushrooms you can get as well. I, I absolutely love them. love them. You know, you go out for a steak and you get your steak and then they come with a massive big, like say like a big portobello mushroom yeah. on the side. Incredible. I enjoy the mushroom just as much as mm. the steak. And that sounds ridiculous, but you know, you get a little I bit do. Of, like garlic butter in there yeah. as well. Oh. The amount of people, because I put it up on my stories, didn't I? And I was like, right, what's missing from this? And I, I think I had like sausage, bacon, hash brown, tomatoes, eggs. I think it was scrambled eggs. Um, Did you have beans? Did you have I didn't have beans. No, because yeah. I had chopped tomato, like the tinned yeah. tomato. Okay. So I was like, can you mix really them? Yeah. And I had some toast as well. So I was like, what's missing? I had black pudding. See, I, oh, I know that was, feast. I was impressed by that, to be fair, because most people doing a home fry up yeah. wouldn't have black pudding, uh, I don't think. You've got to have it, though. I agree. You've got I to love have black it. pudding. I flipping love it. But. It's just not something you see people doing at yeah, home. Yeah, it's yeah. something you get when you go out for a fry up. Yeah. You know? Well, obviously, my old man's got a butcher's, hasn't he? So I walked out. In fact, I got dropped off at my dad's shop in the yeah. morning to pick up like some sausage bacon and black pudding. Okay. And then I walked up to my mum's because it's only like a 10 minute walk. Yeah. And then made it. But yeah, everybody that saw it, that, that commented on it, was like, where are the mushrooms? Where yeah. are the mushrooms? I was like, Fuck. see, Louise don't like mushrooms. So whenever we go out for like a fry up or something, I get extra. Yeah. Get all of the <laughs> mushrooms as well. You order them. Yeah. And put them onto my plate. <laughs> Double mushrooms. But when it comes to beans, because beans are one which I think kind of people, again, love or hate them. Mm. Um, I love them, personally. I, I do love them. But I th- weirdly, I like them in a little bowl on the side. I oh, know, I'm not about that life. So I, I don't, I, I generally don't mix them with everything else. I don't like that life. Yeah. Nah. Um, whereas I know some people just kind of throw it in there. But yeah, oh, I just, yeah, I'm just one of those where I'm just like just put get it, it in the mix. It all goes down the same yeah. way, so just chuck it on. I actually saw a lad Bible shared something yesterday, and it was a plate which you can have like your eggs, bacon, all stuff on one side, and it's got a little separator in the middle, and it's been designed for this reason so your beans don't touch. Yeah, the we <laughs> bought my dad years ago now for Christmas, like one of those griddle pans where it's got different I sections. Got, for I everything. got one for Christmas. Yeah, how many I, times have you used it? Never. Yeah, no, not once. <laughs> and it was sorry, you Danny. You see him and you're like, it's such a good idea. You never use them. The guy who bought me it listens to this. Sorry, Danny, I've, I've never used it, mate. But I thought you said Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Danny. He's one of my clients as well, and, and he bought it. He bought it for me um, as a secret Santa thing a couple of years back, and uh, it, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's just it's practically never works. No, it? and I think it's great if you're making a fry up for yourself potentially. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I never make a fry up for myself. It's either for me and Louise or so other people yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So again, if you're making it for other people, the compartments aren't big enough to yeah. get like enough sausages in or enough bacon in. Yeah, I mean? yeah. So great idea. Um, definitely one of them things which you get drawn to because it just looks really cool, but it's not that practical. I, well, I, had, an, I had a nightmare when I made mine because like... I also do a lot of the air fryer now as well. Yeah, oh, we absolutely smashed mm. the air fryer. Although I didn't make anything for the fry up in it because my mum doesn't have one. Okay. But we've got one at home. Just I, with... do, I do like, we when we do a fry up now, I'll do like my, um, I do my sausages in there, the yeah, air fryer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do my uh, hash browns yeah. in the air fryer. Do that. Yeah. I still like my bacon fried. Yeah, I still you know fry I mean? my bacon. Yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. like your eggs and stuff like that. So there's certain things that have to be done fried, but the air fryers. Yeah, game. well, I, so I had to use, I was cooking at my mum's and she's just got like a new oven set up and I've never used it before. And like I got every, because the fryer, it's like a big job. There's a yeah. lot going on in it. It's easy for it to get it's out. It's all about timings as well. All about timing. Yeah. So it's a bit like a Christmas dinner. Right. So I was like, right, I'll prep everything first. I'll get it all laid out and then I can literally just 
turn stuff on, yeah. pull it on when it needs to be on. So I'm not, because what I normally do is I'll be like, oh, I'll put my sausages in. I'm like, right, next thing, next yeah. thing. And I'm chasing my tail. And then it's already at different times and it's, it's an absolute That's cuckoo. Louise. That's Louise at all. Yeah. So that. I was like, I'm not going to do that because I've been looking forward to this for like seven months. This is going to be perfect apart from the mushrooms. And uh, sorry, mum, if you're listening to this, but I was disappointed. I, it, do you know what? It won't be my mum's fault. It'll be my brother's because he started cooking um, for my mum and dad quite a lot. And he's yeah. a really good cook. But it just means that the, he's just he uses loads of ingredients. I mean, fair play to him. He's he's made a few things for me and it's nice. But anyway, um, where was it? Yeah, so I've got everything mapped out, everything laid out, all done. Put the sausage, hash browns, black pudding onto a tray, put it in the mm. oven. Literally, I was like cracking, everything's ready. They're cooking. Now I've just got to wait 15, 20 minutes and I'll put everything else on. 40 minutes and I opened the oven door and nothing had cooked. And literally, because it's a new oven, I'd never used it. I'd turned basically the oven on. I'd, I'd set the heat, but I'd not actually turned, turned it, it on. on. Oh, so I was like, meh. and I was star- I was absolutely starving. It was freezing. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. And it took me about an hour and a half to make it. it I bet it tasted it. better though. It? Oh, it was worth it. Yeah. yeah it was and worth here it. we go. Brown sauce. Brown red. sauce. Every yeah. time. It's not even a question. Yeah. Brown sauce with a fry up. With, every single time. With a fry up. Every single time. For me, it's brown. It, it's it's got to be brown yeah, sauce. It's got to be. But if I'm having something like a, just a bacon butty, I'll go red sauce. Weird, weird. I don't know why, but mm, I don't mind as much. Yeah, with that, I'll go between the two. I don't really care. I, well, I think I but, think um, brown sauce is a bit of a northern thing as well. I think it is. Like, uh, don't get me wrong, I think people have it down south, but generally speaking, people prefer ketchup down south. Yeah, it's, it's a bit like the popular. gravy thing. Like you know, you get fish, um, like chips and gravy. See, I don't do that. Oh, see, I, I never get chips, chips and gravy, and, gravy, and I know I'm northern, but it's just something I've never done. See, chips and gravy up north, you get thick gravy, proper gravy. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, really good gravy. Yeah, yeah. Same with like your roast dinners and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go down south, one, they don't serve gravy in like the chip shops, generally mm. speaking, it's just fish and chips, you know what I mean? Um, or if you go out for like a roast dinner or they do do gravy in a fish and chip shop, it's like it's, it's like water. Yeah, like, it's that's just not thin. gravy. And then, yeah, but the stuff, you know, it's got like the scum on top of it, like the thick sort of yeah. layer on top of it, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I've had gravy down south, so I don't really know, but yeah. If you have a, if you have a roast dinner down south, you know exactly what I mean. It's not yeah, proper gravy. Not for me and Soph went to see Off Menu Live um, like a month ago, something in Manchester, and Lucy Beaumont was the guest, mm. and she's obviously from Hull. Yeah. And that was literally one of her things was like gravy Taking down south. She was literally for half an hour, gravy down south is not, it's shit. It's not right. It's, it's not shit. the same. It's not like it's not the same. Here. Yeah. So, so there you you're go. Right, you're yeah, right. You're um, right. <laughs> but yeah, so it's yeah, chips and gravy, cheesy chips again. Not Love a fan of chips. Never, Put never bothered with gravy them. Gravy on them as well makes it all together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. just uh, not been me. I've had it's like poutine. That's like a new thing. Like that's nice. thing. But poutine really is nice. cheese curds and gravy in it. So right. Like, that's basically chips and gravy. But yeah, good shit. Anyway, we need to stop. We do. <laughs> yeah, we we've actually got episode. an episode to talk about, haven't we? <laughs> um, so AI is it going to take our jobs? Yeah, because so. it's obviously becoming more and more useful and. For those that aren't coaches that are listening to this, there are so many things coming up already within the sort of fitness space where it's like, you need to learn how to use AI. You need to integrate AI into your coaching business. You need to automate all this, that, and the other. And it's going to be able to, basically, if you don't keep up with it, it's going to do you're what you're already behind. doing. You're going to get left behind and you're going to lose you lose your job, basically. Yeah, and weirdly, I've had people say to me, like, are you worried about AI, you know, with your job and yeah. stuff? And I'm like, no, not in the slightest. And, and we're going to go into the reasoning behind that because... yeah. There's so coaching is not about the information, and we're going to go into details. So I'm not going to, yeah, to, it's to because much. it's literally like when I first heard about it and you saw what it was capable of, there was a moment of like, fuck, like this could be a problem. 
But then when you actually sit and think about it, yeah. it's only going to make what we do more valuable. I, I think. completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. And you know what the, the frightening thing is? And you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to throw them all under the bus. There are coaches out there who will be using AI and you need to be careful. It's like there are coaches yeah, yeah. who will be automating everything. And yeah. There's no personalization in what you're going to get from that coach. It's just going to be AI spitting out programs, nutrition plans. Oh, there's, 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 you can set it up now so that from the second someone messages you, everything is automated mm-hmm. in terms of the responses, yeah, onboarding them, sending them plans, programs. Like you could, li- you could set it up so that you'd have to. But then, in my, in my view, that's not coaching. That's just a fitness app. Yeah, like you are it. essentially the face of a fitness app. That's exactly it. And you know what? I'm gonna kind of blow smoke up our own asses a little bit here because I think that's why generally speaking our coaching is better than most anyway because everything we do even from the moment we got off a call with someone who says they want to go ahead with coaching mm. like it, I don't even I have like a, an email template that I'll send someone yeah, but I yeah, still yeah. have to set up their coaching folders I have to yeah. go in and adjust dates adjust things personalized from literally from step one whereas some coaches even their onboarding is just like everything's automated from like Plan training plan since twelve weeks, six months, like everything, yeah. and I'm like, how, how does that? I don't even understand how you can do that because no, I don't, I don't at all. Like, I've seen it before with coaches where they're like, oh yeah, so I'll send them like the first six months of plans, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you don't know what's going to happen in yeah. the first week, never mind the first month or six months. Like for us, like you were saying, when we work with someone new, we sit there for a good hour at least to begin with, looking through their questionnaire, looking yeah. through their diet diary. Going back through the, because I don't know about you, when I have an initial call with someone, I'll make notes whilst I'm on the call, just of any key things to remember. And it's just basically a case of going through that, getting to know them, making sure we're covering everything, and then writing the plans based off of that. And even then, once we've written all the plans, we send it to them, we send them like a screen recording of us chatting through the plans. Even then, it's like, this is for week one. Let's see how we get on. And then we can change things from there. And quite often, you know, come week two, things need to change. So how can a coach be like, here's your next six months maps yeah, out? Yeah. And what if that person doesn't know how to track properly or doesn't understand their goals? And it's like, yeah. well, your goals are mapped out now. I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah. and, it and blows my mind. And that's what I say to people. It's like, this is in week one. This is the worst the plan is ever going to be for you. Yeah. Because we're only going to get to know each other better. And, and I'm only going to get to learn how your and body it's the same with your better. first training plan because your first training plan, again, is ultimately us understanding or me understanding as your coach where you're at, how far I can push you, et cetera, et cetera. So then when we get into your second training program, I can tailor it even more to what you enjoyed, yeah. what you didn't enjoy, what we got on with, what we didn't get on yeah. with, any yeah. potential injuries, niggles. We pain. literally have that at the end of every training block. I'll send whoever it is, client through a document, and it'll literally be, right, what did you enjoy about the last yeah. 12 weeks? Did it live up to expectations? What exercises went well? What didn't you enjoy? What didn't feel good? What are you struggling with? What do you need from like, me? And then it's like, the next 12 weeks, where do you want to focus on? What do yeah. you need from me? Are there any movements you want to really focus on progressing? Are there any that you want to avoid? Yeah. Anything like that. Yeah. And it's and then that is literally what we use to, to build the next 12 plan, yeah. 12 weeks. But then you compare that to AI, and it is literally just writing into a generator write me a four a week training plan for four days a week training plan to build my delts and it's like boom 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 yeah it's good to go how like how can that be to any degree as useful or as valuable for a one specific person no 100% and don't get me wrong i think if you're a complete beginner getting a plan from whether it's ai or whether it's from google it's yeah, going it's to do, do something. something of course it is but Generally speaking, I think the thing with AI at the, the moment is it's the new in thing. Yep. And it's the new thing, which again, you know, coaching, mentors are using it, all sorts. Like you say, these kind of bigger fitness companies and apps and things will be utilizing it to just spit out programs and nutrition plans and things. But what you've got to remember is the stuff you're getting from AI 
has been there for the last 20 years. Like, it's just information. You've had Google for the last 20 years. Mm. The, the same stuff that AI is going to give you has been available. It's already there. You, you do, the, the thing about coaching, the thing about training, the thing about nutrition, um, unless you are like a robot who can just do things and you don't need support, then AI is probably going to be great for you because you can literally just get it to do your meal plan and get you to do your training plan. Go and do it. But the thing about coaching and what makes coaching different to a plan is the relationship you're building, the support you're getting, the accountability you're getting, something you cannot get from a fucking... No. It's something that you've, you've got from ChatGBT yeah, or something yeah. you've got from Google. Yeah. Even, again, right, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here, but even me and you have what we call kind of like um, freebies that we give away. Yeah. You know, I've got like a free how to get in photoshoot condition guide, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if you download that and if you did everything to a T within that guide, you would get into great shape. There's some training plans in there. It tells you exactly how to work out your calories, all that kind of stuff. Shameless plug, download it. But ultimately, most people download it and they will do fuck all with it. And that's because they don't have the support behind it. They don't have the accountability behind it. Yeah. So then you say, well, what is the difference between that and just getting something from an AI generator yep. where you just, because obviously we're not experts in AI. We don't fully understand it. I've only played around with it a bit, listened to a few podcasts on it. That's about the extent of my knowledge and sort of seeing how other people are trying to use it at least. Yeah. But it's literally that, like the information is already out there. It is just cutting out the middleman for, for you to give you instant access to it. Yeah. And that isn't what you're lacking anyway. Like chances are, if we were to pull someone in off the street now and we were like, right, tell me how to get lean they will be able to say, probably should eat a little bit less, eat a little bit better. Probably move a little bit more. Move a bit more, sleep a bit more. I'm probably going to get 90% of the way. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. So you, you know what you like need if to do. Got a, if your dog gets fat and you ask that person, what are you going to do to slim your dog down? Yeah. I'm going to put it on smaller portions of food and take it for more walks. Like, And, and I know that's so simplistic because there's so much. So many but it would work. But in the, like, the theory is, is right behind the it. The problem right? is doing it and sticking to it and that's then what you cannot get from ai you you can't be accountable to a screen like no matter what because there's all sorts of coaching apps as well in there yeah. and i don't i don't care how they might be super useful they might be super accurate they might be super technical that's great but they cannot give you the same amount of accountability as actual being accountable to a human being no and i have a client who have come to me from these kind of larger fitness apps so yeah. i've had um I just say it because they're not going to fucking listen to this, are they? But I've had people come from like Joe Wicks app, um, James yeah, yeah. Smith as well, who are again like two people who are obviously massive in the industry and they've got their own coaching apps and stuff like that. And you pay X amount to be a part of mm. it. And they said like, you know, you get a training program. Is it particularly tailored? No. Um, you send a message. You clearly get like a either someone who doesn't have a clue who you are. It's just someone sat behind a computer, or it's yeah. an automated response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't feel personal. And the reason they signed up to it was to get that support, to get that accountability. Yeah, yeah. Which is where, like I say, where where we come in because coaching is is way more, as we've just mentioned, it's way more than just the, the training plan and stuff. And that it's, it's literally 20% the plans, 80% yeah, the accountability of the coaching, just the conversation. Of course it is. That's why it drives me when people say, I know what to do. I'm like, yeah, fucking hell. Like, if you don't know what to do, yeah. you just go on Google anyway. So like, the, the information isn't your problem. Yeah. The issue is actually doing what you should be doing. Yeah. And even deeper in that, it's building relationships because we've got my coach downstairs, right? I've got mm. a He's coming up and doing he's, the podcast. He's not tied up, soon. by the way. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's here off he's his in own closet. <laughs> he's in the closet. Gonna let, him like let him out soon. Let oh. him out soon. <laughs> but he's coming on the podcast in a bit, and like I've got a great relationship with him. So when things haven't gone well, when I need a bit more support from him, I can tell him I can speak to him. Yeah, and that's why I've got him there. Not I'm a coach. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's not about not 
it's not about the, the lack of knowledge. Yeah. The reason I've got him there is because I like him. I yeah. can get along with him. And I know that I can open up to him if I need to about shit. And yeah. he will support me and guide me through whatever is going on at that moment in time. Yeah, it's, it is literally that. It's, and that's something you, you can never get from AI. You cannot, yeah. You can't replace human connection yeah. and actually feeling connected to someone and liking someone and feeling like someone's listening to you, mm-hmm. has heard you, is prioritizing you. And I think in a time now, not to get like philosophical or all, but in a time where things are becoming more automated, more streamlined, people are feeling more isolated and more cut off, like that element of human connection of actually speaking more to somebody is only going to, yeah, and it's only going to get more and more important and more valuable, which yeah. is why we were saying it's that like, I think it's only going to be a good thing for us because it's only going to make the good coaches better and it'll just wean out the shit ones anyway. Yeah. Like, without being harsh, it will. I've literally not used AI for anything. And I mean, I've no. dabbled on it. I like you say, I've gone on it and I've, I've tried things. So for example, we, we send emails to our, our email lists. We yeah. obviously do content and things. And I've tried going on and being like, write me an email in a funny way, um, talking about whatever the topic is. And it gives mm. you some ridiculous shit. And you're like, I can't fucking use that. Yeah. But you know some coaches will. That's the, oh, that's the problem. And this, but, and this is really grinds my gears is the amount of like when you see because we know a lot of coaches who are trying to use it for making their content sending their emails writing their plans even just replying to clients they're mm-hmm. trying to use ai to like send on automatic replies and i'm sat there like you you're not even good at doing those things yourself yeah. what is going to happen when you're trying to automate it with a random system that goes wrong like yeah. who's going to fix it because you're not good at doing it yourself so passing that job off to something else it's only going to go wrong at some point like you should, in my opinion, like AI certainly will have its place in some jobs, like sort of 100%. the sort of the little admin jobs and tasks and things like that that doesn't require a personal touch. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be I, great I, for. But I only if they're in a good spot in the first place and you know what you're doing. Yeah, with exactly. Them. And and I think like I asked AI to build me like I was just messing around, like I'm not actually using it, but I was like, can you build me a website and a logo and this and that? And it did it in about a fucking a minute. I was like, wow, that. And it was yeah. it looked pretty fucking good as well. I was yeah. like, that's inc- incredible. But for us. In our role, um, for any coaches listening, like just you know, I know Dan and Mike spoke about it recently. You know, you need to you need to be keeping your personal touch and your coaching. That's why people come to you in the first place. Um, and AI, I think, like you say, I think it will just kind of bring the the best coaches to the yeah. forefront of, of everything, really, because they're going to be the ones offering the best one genuine one to one service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally that. I I don't think will be. Uh making real use of it anytime soon at yeah. all and it doesn't really worry me because like i said i think it'll just make like ourselves the, the good coaches better and the worst thing is it says a lot about you if you're trying to do this shit because i enjoy coaching people i uh, enjoy yeah. writing training programs yeah i enjoy replying replying to clients in real life my client messages me and is like oh my god i feel fucking great today like i've just got into a dress i've not worn for the last three years mm. right who the fuck wants AI to reply to that? I want to be like fucking high five, like well, yeah, well yeah. done. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't want you don't want an automated message to yeah. that. And also, like I know some people have set it up so that they'll automatically send out a message to their client every single morning, being like, "How's your morning? Yeah. Are you ready for the day?" That sounds good in practice, but after you get that message for the fourth morning in a row, a it's abundantly clear that it's not there. You and b. <laughs> If that were me, I'd just, I'd just piss off. Yeah. Just, like, give me a few days just to crack on. I'll speak to you later. And again, that's the thing, isn't it? Because one-to-one coaching, some people, I've got clients who literally just need a very quick touch point, with, even with their weekly check-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some clients who I have to speak to every day. Yeah. Like, it's everybody's so different. So how can you put everybody under one 
umbrella and say, all right, I want to message every single morning and like this and that and automate all that stuff because you can't. Yeah. Because that's the personal touch which people have. Yeah. You know. It's not coaching. It is just a fitness app. That's that they exactly are building, what it is. And that's it. So oh, I yeah. think that's our thought. That was quite a, a, quite a ranty one, actually. It was. Probably a ranty one for a while. Yeah. I thought there was got a through the whole uh, fry-up stuff. Yeah, fry-up fish, <laughs> fry fish and chips and AI. Yeah. That's the solution. <laughs> that's topic for you. Forget about AI, have a fry-up, and just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want proper coaching. You know what to do. to me. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right guys. catch you in the next one. Bye.